0: Hi, I'm Mariana, and this is Royal Town Talking, podcast for What's On in Sutton Coalfield. Today I'll be talking to Laura Hughes from Power Medics. We will be finding out about her work, how it has been for the last 12 months and what the future is looking like. Hi Laura, thank you ever so much for joining me today. No problem, thank you. So I understand you set up PowerMedics about four years ago, is that right? Yeah, that's right. We're heading towards our fifth
1: year now, yes. Wonderful. What was your inspiration behind it? Oh, it's quite a big story. Um, I'd spent nearly um, 21, and a little bit maybe, lost count, um, years in leisure, in the leisure industry. Um, I'd run Body Beat School of Dance, uh, which was commonly known in Sutton Coalfield, um, from Winnie Leisure Centre. And I got a big audience of children, young people, and a colleague of mine came to me and he said, this is the first aid initiative for children, looks fantastic. And I lost sleep straight away, lost a whole night's sleep thinking, this is brilliant. I love the concept, love the idea, but thought it lacked a little bit of um, almost community spirit behind it. So um, I set to work and organised it and said, "Okay, let's do this. Let's run with it and let's see how we can get local clubs and communities on board. And then, as they say, the rest is history. It moved very quickly. Um, We had lots of clubs on board right from here to Wales, all over. Um, And their teachers then got on board with it as well and said, come on, we, we love this. Let's keep it going. It's a great initiative for the children. And that's where we are now, really. It was it was fantastic.
0: Wow. So uh, was it just yourself who helped you set it all
1: up? It was. Yes, it was in that stage. Um, The guy who originally uh, brought the idea to me, um, he came on board for a couple of sessions. But then as it grew, um, because he got a very young family blessing, uh, there was no way that he could maintain the level of pace that it it, um, sort of naturally went with. Um, So he then took a step back um, and then it was myself. So I decided then that I would relax the dance school, which although it was absolutely huge to me for all those years, um, it was a great time for me to move on as well. So that's where we are now. And then the adult side took off as well, which is lovely.
0: So what does PowerMedics actually offer for those who don't know you and the company? Uh,
1: PowerMedics is first aid training in its initial state for adults, Um, predominantly to get them qualified and then once they're qualified in their setting whether that's for their business whether it's their community group initiative whether it's a charity um, what happens then is they can also roll that out to younger students and then bring in their fundraisers which happen nicely with that as well then so it's um it, it goes hand in hand it works very nicely for the club and for them to be qualified.
0: So do you do all the training or have you got some people who help you administer that?
1: No, I do it all. I'm the person that makes the bookings. I'm the person that keeps the qualification status intact. Um, And obviously, then I complete my CPD, my training. um, And that's quite full on. But I love it. I wouldn't change it. I love it all.
0: So do you um, do you do a lot of travelling, I guess, with that?
1: I do. Obviously, not quite as much um, at the moment, just due to the current situation. Um, But before, yes, it was nights in hotels. It was um, travelling from five o'clock in the morning, delivering courses and then travelling back. But I feel very privileged. and very, very lucky to see parts of the UK that I wouldn't normally. Um, I get to see beautiful bits of countryside on the way and listen to great music in the car as well so it's
0: always got its advantages are you a singer in the car because I definitely am
1: secretly yeah don't ask me for (laughs) a line or two now though will
0: you Uh, so obviously you've just touched on it in the last 12 months none of us have been doing any traveling right how how has covid and all the lockdowns affected or, or impacted power medics
1: uh, for us, it's um, it's had its it's had its sort of double edge to it, really. Um, some of it has brought me back very locally. We certainly haven't. We paused for two months, so going back um, from March to June of last year, we were on full pause; everything had come to a stop for us. Um, but from June, then we were unable to to go back out um, into our community settings, and still then to be able to go back out nationwide as well. Um, and then when the next lockdown came about then, our travelling became, um, it's, it's more narrow. We do have um, a licence to travel, if you like. I carry around a document with me that enables me to travel wherever I need to for key workers. And that's where our focus has been at the moment. So we've been, um, been able to train people in factory settings, um, the food supply chain, um, key workers in health um child care providers that are still actively working so there has been that market there then that they, they still need their training you know they weren't allowed to have qualifications that um that had expired if you like because they're actively doing the job at the time whereas there has been an extension granted for other people until march
0: so have you found you've had some new clientele such as i don't know were you working with kind of factory workers before or is this a new area for you
1: yeah that's a newer area we were having the occasional one or two but obviously our big market is sport and leisure obviously um it was a natural progression from what i did previously mm. um but also we uh picked up a large contract for um directly from the government for the jury service and well oh, them wow. so i'm um, actively from here to norwich and, and beyond um uh qualifying the jury system to make sure that that can keep going before that was on pause but this time they decided that that, that wouldn't be paused that would continue so there's been um, a massive area for that for those people to be qualified they are generally full courses week in week out
0: and what are some of the challenges that you faced because of covid
1: um i'm going to be completely honest um, at the moment the biggest challenge is that although we take the topic as first aid, as being very serious, it is, we're dealing with life-threatening situations. um, We're talking about CPR, uh, defibrillation, and it can get quite deep and and, and quite challenging. However, um, we do like to make it engaging and fun as much as we can. But the fun elements where you normally do partner work, group people together, because of COVID, we've tried to change our teaching styles, try and change the way uh, we've done certain things, to still enable it to be fully educational, to keep that connection within the classroom, but from a distance. So it's socially distance training. And we have had a few people, um, but previously, you know, when inquiries come in, and they've obviously got their concerns. But then when they find out how it runs within the classroom setting, they're completely put at ease um and and that's the benefit of it you know how someone walks into your classroom environment to how they leave it's absolutely fantastic then because they're they're happy with the service you've provided and they feel comfortable it's fantastic
0: it sounds like you've been really able to adapt i guess which is good
1: Yes yeah I can honestly say in the first time that when we first had to roll that style out it was just like everyone when you do something new like on your podcast today I feel very new I'm the new girl <laughs> I've never done <laughs> <other> this before <laughs> um, but if Covid's taught us anything the word pivot certainly is out there pivot change do what you can and, and it does um, so yeah it can be done everything can be done it's just taking that first initial step into it so yeah yeah fun. So what are your plans for the
0: future? Do you have any projects that you're working on at the moment?
1: Uh, We do. We've got a bit of a top secret project at the moment, which isn't very helpful on the podcast, is it? But (laughs) it's hugely exciting. And if I could give it all away, I really would. Um, But we've got um, we had a very popular competition style awareness projects for children. Uh, that rolled out um, a year or so ago Um, and it's coming back in in a slightly different format but just as exciting uh, where children will be able to gain medals from their achievements Um, and I can't say anything else because otherwise I'll probably get myself in trouble but I'm hugely excited about that. Uh, We've also got a community project working with Community Children Counts Uh, where we'll be delivering some sessions to children within the Tamworth and Warwickshire area. Um, And then our fundraisers, the moment we get the go ahead, because we've got quite a waiting list, but the moment we get the go ahead, our fundraisers will return. So that's for community groups, schools, charities. We know that all of those areas have been hit by not being able to gain the funds that they so desperately need. Mm to keep their resources going. So the moment we can roll those back out and we get the go ahead, we'll be doing that in a safe COVID secure manner, but our children will be back with us back in their community settings and raising funds to our training in their environment. So I can't wait.
0: (laughs) And the problem is, I guess we don't know exactly when that will be, but it sounds like you're raring to go as soon as it's possible
1: absolutely raring to go yeah that's right um we understand that we've got this roadmap coming and we'll work with the roadmap and then as and when we can um I've got a lot of community groups that just keep in contact with me and they keep saying you know it won't be long it won't be long you know we're nearly there so we can hope can't we we can
0: can. and it's lovely that you've got that little group going on
1: that's right. It really is. I'm so lucky. I've got a lovely, lovely community of people that are so supportive. And with a lot of that support nationwide, um, we've also got a group of ambassadors as well. And they help roll our projects out, raise awareness with other groups. And that then contributes to their funding as well And as they're going on. So it's a beautiful partnership. Works really well.
0: So where can we find out about, well, the top secret things when they happen and all these other um, events and news where where do we connect with you
1: yeah we've got all our regular platforms so we're Powermedics on instagram we're power underscore medics on twitter and we've got a facebook page which is power medics one um, and that's our most popular uh, platform connect with and we've obviously got our web page as well if we can connect with local businesses or nationwide businesses we like to keep that connection going share any information that they've got that they'd like to reach out to a new audience Um, and our community connection with businesses is, is quite popular so anything that they've got positive to share we're always welcome to share those things out for them i think the thing that
0: strikes me most is really how much of a community you've got going on it's really lovely
1: yeah, yeah. I am very proud of that because I'm very, uh, very supportive of everyone that's working just as hard. I fully understand how it is. Um, so if we can share our experiences together, as well.
0: So I'd like to end with our signature question, if that's OK. OK. What was the first record you bought? Do you remember? <laughs>
1: I do. Ah, It's going to give my age away, isn't it? Okay. (laughs) It was, you're not allowed to laugh, but you can sing if you wish. Um, It was Kylie Minogue, I Should Be So Lucky.
0: There's nothing to laugh about. (laughs) And that's a great record to sing along to.
1: (laughs) And I actually, just to make it feel even more special, (laughs) I actually brought it uh, when I was in Blackpool. Oh. Um, so yeah I just just added to it all I suppose
0: <laughs> <laughs> well here's another one then do you have a secret skill do you have a party trick
1: oh do I have a party trick
0: <sighs> that's not giving CPR because I know you can do that now
1: uh, um, would it be still being able to do full splits at 40 plus is that is that a skill or because I've danced for years it's not a skill I don't know
0: no that's that's still impressive whether or not you're a dancer I think the splits is definitely a skill <laughs> <Do you>, parting. <laughs> do you still dance then Laura
1: um the only dance that I do now do after doing over 30 classes a week which was obviously quite a lot at the time um, but I still do teach actively at King Edward School in Birmingham in Hansworth um, and I've been there for many many years uh, but it is the one class that I will still go along to and I will still teach and it's lovely to see the students and it's still um, my happy place is choreography as well so I love to choreograph to brand new tracks and, and teach them a routine so I'm very lucky to have that position still it's great.
0: Laura, thank you ever so much for joining us uh, and letting us know about everything you have planned. It all sounds really exciting. And uh, I just want to know about the the secret stuff, but I guess we'll find out in due course. (laughs) And finally, thank you to all of our listeners. As always, please leave a review, good or bad. Uh, It's the only way we can find out what you're enjoying, what we can improve on. And until next time, stay at home, protect the NHS and save lives. Take care. Goodbye. This is a four-pause production for What's On in So Cultural.